when he cuts back to the rock, he just fucking dies. I'm too tired to exist. Like, like when he does that scene, you're like, holy fuck, he is the most powerful Jedi ever. Yeah, I know. What is he going to do in the next? What's oh, he going to do next? Oh, he's dead. He's about oh. to fly off and then... Yeah, yeah, exactly. He stands up. He's, he stands up and the super... And he flies through the galaxy over them. Yeah, no, but like... That's the problem. Carrie Fisher next to him. Carrie hey, Fisher next up? to him. Yeah, she's flying a little slower because she's not as good. You is know? she though? I don't is she know. in that yeah. movie? I don't fucking know. She's probably fa- flying faster. That movie, him. she can do anything. About it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to. Straight to series. Straight to series, baby. Episode 23. Three. 23. 23. 23. Confirmed. Confirmed. My name is Connor. I'm Ian. And uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, like, subscribe. All those good things. All the good things. Get that, on it. That we like you to do. Push we our buttons. Poster. We have a poster now. We're official. We made the big time. We did. It's no longer Shazam. Did you quit your job like I was saying? Y- yes. I quit my job. Did you? My pension's gone. Oh, no. No, we got a pension. Straight series will have its own pension. Series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, please <laughs> yeah. advertise here. Now you need to like and subscribe. All of, all of a sudden, it became a lot more important for you to advertise here. <laughs> yeah. My livelihood's on the line. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Yeah. All of this is done by Ian, so if he goes down, we all go down. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so we have a poster now, which is very exciting. Yes. And uh, we're so excited for the poster. It's we actually really are. Ridiculous. We wish way. you could be in the room with us with this poster because we're both in love with it. And I should say thank you to Stephen Kerr. Mm-hmm. That's my friend who thank made you, the, designed the poster mm-hmm. and got it printed for us. Excellent job. Yeah, I really it's love amazing. it. amazing. I love it. And uh, yeah, so we're hoping that we're on an uptick. Yeah, the next the one content. will be a neon sign. Yeah, exactly. When we start making that, that real podcast money, <laughs> that's a few likes and yeah, subscribes away. Yeah. That's a few. Uh, <laughs> that's a few uh, loot boxes, or not loot boxes. That's a few loot crate sponsorships away. Oh you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. That's a, that's some big bucks. When Get we, some energy drink involved. Yeah, exactly. Some energy drink, like a Nickelback song. Energy oh, drink. Oh, I like it. Get I it? like it. So will we start with box office? We always do. We do enjoy doing that. Yeah. Um, so Joker, mm-hmm. still crushing it at the box office. Excellent. Good to hear. Justice League, head chopped off. Bye-bye, Justice League. Gone. And now it's got its sights set on um, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. Speaking of Jared Leto. And 100% it's going to pass that before <sighs> the end of the week. Good to hear. That's and they're, they're saying that it could make up to 900 million. Holy shit. Which would mean it would beat Wonder Woman as well. Holy shit. Do you think it could be Wonder Woman? The clown prince that could. Clown, yeah, clown prince of crime. Uh, oh, so many other names. Let's see, I can't think of any more. He's like the Joker. Na- knave of rogues or something. Rogue knave of whatever. Rogues gallery is all I'm thinking yeah, of. But yeah, rogues he's a gallery. Part of it. Yeah, he's like the knave of rogues or some shit like that. It's some stupid comic. The clown name. prince of clown crime. prince of crime is great. That's a pretty sweet name. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet one. The name. fresh prince of crime. Fresh prince of crime. We'll get yeah. into that with Gemini Man. Oh, oh we, we should will. talk about Gemini Man as well with yeah, the box office. Absolutely, because um, Joker just killed it. Yeah, it's a three <laughs> like, potentially three Will Smiths couldn't beat one Walking yeah. Phoenix. Well, that's that's what we ha- we. We're assuming that yeah. there's at least one more clone in Gemini Man. We yeah. know Will Smith versus Will Smith. Yeah. Um, Deadshot versus the Fresh Prince. Yeah. But we have a feeling 
That there's another clone old in there. Old Will Smith. I am legend Will Smith. Who's yes. old? Because what was... Oh, yeah. This was... We didn't actually air this, yeah. but I think that old Will Smith in the trailer mm-hmm. is also a clone. Yeah, yeah. We, That's what I'm guessing. We both haven't seen it, by the way. This is not a spoiler no, review or conjecture. anything. Honestly, I'm tempted not to see it yeah. at all and just assume that that's what happens <laughs> that's in Genomine, man. Happens. Yeah. I've, uh, we, I, think, I think from now on, in our head canon of this show, yes. Gemini Man is the three Will Smith clone movie. Maybe we should make the, a, a segment where we assume what's happened to a movie that we're never going to see. Yeah. And that's just what happened. Absolutely. In Maleficent 2, I think that uh, uh, Maleficent uh, turns out not to be that bad a villain after really? all. Yeah. I think she's trans by the end of it. Oh, that's a much better answer. <laughs> she turns into a dragon. She turns into a dragon. So she's a male dragon. A male dragon. There you are. I love that's it. That's it. Yeah. Dra- yeah. Dragging its dick all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So there's two movies now in the Stranger Series canon. Gemini Man is three people. Yeah, so you don't need to see it. You don't need three to see Will it. Three Will Smiths. Uh, Maleficent, trans... Dragon, dragon dick. <laughs> dragon dick. Dragon dick. There you go. Is she a dragon or a dragon dick? I want to know. Both. Oh, she's both. Okay, yeah, okay. She's fair both, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, uh, and Maleficent is obviously it's uh, it was top last week in the box office. Yeah, it just it knocked Joker down one. Yeah. So for the box office in America last weekend, it was Maleficent at number one. Yeah. Joker at number two. Yeah. And then it was Zombieland double tap at mm. number three. Yeah. So Zombieland. 10 years later couldn't take Joker down mm-hmm. in its third weekend Jeez. of release so Joker was still second it still be Zombieland after a 10 year wait and like Zombieland's a, a mighty fine zombie movie yeah it is it's a cult fi- cult classic so yeah. you'd think there'd be a lot of love for it but yeah. I don't know I don't think the sequel's been that hyped and then I remember yeah. he, like I wasn't pushed to watch the trailers and when I did watch the trailers I wasn't exactly won over by it you I know didn't what hate I mean? it but I didn't love it no also the director Ruben Fletcher yeah is just coming off Venom yeah and I know Venom made a lot of money but it's mm. kind of like fill me once yeah you know that way yeah exactly like, yeah. he also doesn't like uh, he blames Venom's uh, bad performance on their uh, Marvel fanboys right <sighs> yeah yeah I hate that I know like what the hell yeah like right people don't like Venom right yeah it's not just in my head no no people don't like Ven- a lot of people gave it a lot of money but people don't yeah. like it people wanted to see it and yeah. wanted it to work it's, I think that's what it was. There was goodwill yeah. from the fans mm-hmm. that that made it eight hundred million. Basically, even made eight hundred million. It still baffles me, and it's it's what gave Sony the balls to be like, I think we'll keep Spider Man. Take that back there, Take please. Take that back there, please. And then Tom Holland came in and said, "You need to, you need to give me back to Disney because you're gonna fuck it up really badly." And then they go, "We won't do that." And he's like, "I won't be in Uncharted." We'll talk to Disney. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Please don't leave us, Tom. So, so right. So, Joker. Actually, <laughs> to get back to the point you were making. Sorry. Is that Joker by Monday? Yeah. Uh, so by Monday, America's over Maleficent. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Joker's back to number one. Joker's back to number one, and uh, I think I think it's going to continue to climb leading into Halloween. Well, if it makes up to nine hundred million, it's mm. all, it's also a perfect Halloween movie. Totally, really is. It's so haunting. Yeah. It's 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 a great Halloween movie where it's not a horror per se, but, but it's, yeah, it's horrific. It's horrific. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's the ideal horror. It's the ideal horror movie for people who don't like horror movies. You know. Also, just to get a plug in, if uh, if you like the Joker movie or yeah. just like it, yeah, check out a review. Please episode twenty two because we really enjoyed it. We got balls deep into we it. We did. We were actually really proud of that episode, so we'd love if it yeah. got some love. You know. Because we gushed over it for like we an did. hour. We did. And- 
that episode should have been terrible due to <laughs> things that happened earlier in that day. But her gushing was quite coherent. It was. It Listening was, back, I was like, oh, that actually, re- that was really good. Co- coherent gushing. Mm. Coherent gushing. Yeah, that's how I s- describe my flirting. Yeah. Coherent gushing. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like a porn. It does, yeah. I've definitely seen that before. Possibly a video starring Boys Meets World star Caitlin Maitland Ward or whatever her <laughs> name is. You see it on the shelf next to Specific Rim. Yes, yeah, And yeah. then it says Specific Rim too. It's two specific rims. Two specific rims <laughs> and then they're shaving Ryan's privates, course, obviously. And then... Other yeah, relative deep impact is the same. That's a great <laughs> yeah. same. And then there's deeper impact. Deep impact. And then there's Armageddon. <laughs> Don't go to. Also funny enough, starring Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got him for it. He's got uh, the lips for it. He does. He does have the lips for it. Um, so yeah. Uh, so box office news: Joker's back on top. Hopefully, it continues to rise. I'm tempted yeah. to see it again and give it more money. And Gemini Man, mm-hmm. as we were saying, was just crushed by it. Yeah. How many? Bo- I'd, we need to look into this for an episode. But how many box office failures is Will Smith sitting on at the moment? I don't think many, though, because he just came off Aladdin, which yeah. made a billion and was like his biggest movie. But like Focus didn't do that well either. It didn't do that well, but it made money. Okay, just not that much. Yeah, maybe it was the star power of Margaret Robbie as well, because she was on the up and yeah. up. But I'm just thinking, is Will Smith like he used to be? The bankable star. Kind of like Tom Cruise and Will Smith. You yeah. think of bankable stars. Yeah. There's not many that exist anymore. No, The Rock, possi- possibly. Possibly, but then he... he Joe, he, He's a lot of failures. He's bankable. Yeah. But to only a certain extent. Yeah. Like, he only has one or two runaway hits. Yeah. Like Jumanji. Yeah. Or a Fast and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Which are not his movies. Not even They're his, They're big no. vins. Yeah. Big Vinnies. Big Vinny. Speaking of Cardi B's being added to the Fast and Furious uh, even family. Bigger Vin. Even bigger Vin. There's a big. V- There's another big V. <laughs> yeah. Back in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Cardi B is going to be drugging her way onto set, <laughs> yeah. or uh, have it with the Trey Bloods or whatever the fuck they're they're called or whatever. Takashi Six S Nine said about her. Or, I don't know. I like the Fast and Furious movies. And yeah. like I like them to an extent, Me you know, too. when I want to switch off my brain and just yeah. go, uh, mm. it's like a better Adam Sandler movie, I guess, because there's cars and hot women in it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm. But I don't want Cardi B in it. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Maybe she'll just be like Rita Ora is in Fast and Furious. Which one is she in? She's in Seven. I think okay. she's one of the people, you know, at the beginning, like they always have a drag race at the beginning and she's one of the people waving the flag. Oh, uh, yeah. So she's not in it, but she is in so it. So maybe that's what Cardi B's doing. Yeah. Well, sure. Ronda Rousey was in, was a seven? Seven as well. And but she, she barely spoke. They kind of knew. Yeah. Because she's not, she's not great. She's not a great actress. No. But watching her fight uh, Michelle Rodriguez was pretty cool. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Except you know that... You know that Michelle Rodriguez, because Big Dom's girlfriend, yeah. has to win. Has to win, but like... Got to in- teach this mixed martial artist a lesson. Yeah, but you're watching that fight, and you're like, Ronda Rousey should just like snap her neck, put her in an arm bar, and just break her. But Michelle Rodriguez, I do believe that she could throw down. Like, I wouldn't want to fist fight her. I think she, she does most of her own stunts. Does she? I'm pretty sure. Surely not the one where she hits those steps, you know that stunt? Oh, yeah, that's Where they go bad. over the rail, that- and they just crack on you know, the steps. I-, I actually think that's a better fight scene than the one with uh, Ronda Rousey. 100 yeah. percent oh and that's with uh another mma oh fighter. Um, deadpool ah, deadpool uh, big boobs uh she's so beautiful we need to move away and come back that's how i remember i want to say carla no it's not no um fuck oh, she's it's gonna crush me it is she's in uh is she in suicide squad now she's in the mandalorian she's in the mandalorian <laughs> fuck, that's that's what she's in 
Um, this gives us an excuse to throw up the Mandalorian poster again. Can we please do you, that? You want it? Yeah, I want to see it. No, Ooh, there it is. <laughs> I'm just imagining the video. It's already up, even though we don't actually have it up Yeah, here. I like it. I like Magic it. of movie editing. I like editing. your enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that poster beautiful? Man, everyone look at it. I can see it just too. As she's well. in the poster. And, yeah, she's in the poster. There <laughs> she is. still don't know her name. That is going to crush me. Yeah. I'm going to think of it in a minute now. I'm going to think of it in a minute. And what's really bad is my fastest way to find out is by looking up Chris Cyborg <laughs> who beat the shit out of her one time. Oh, Jesus. She's a mixed martial artist. Oh, man. Um, if I look at her... Wait, just, can we just, can we just have, a, have another second just to think. Just to think about who she might be. What's her name? Gina Carano. Gina Car- Fair play. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Thank you. You know how I remember that? How? In uh, the outtakes for Deadpool... He, you know, the way he's lying on the thing, he's like, you're going to leave me all alone here with less angry Rosie, o- or yeah, Ro- look, Rosie O'Donnell. And yeah. at one stage she hits him and he start and in the outtakes he starts laughing. He goes, sorry, Gina. And that's when I thought that's how I got Really? Wow. Yeah. He's like, sorry, Gina. And she's like, you fucking asshole. Here, that's a great role for her in The Mandalorian. Yeah, totally. This box office rundown is taking a wow, turn. it's We're going just... all over the place. We're all <laughs> over the place. I love it. Let's uh, go back to Jim and man is yes. dead in the water. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I was only telling you today that mm-hmm. it was filmed at 120 frames per second. Yeah. 4K, and I got an education, so none of the actors could wear makeup. That's so crazy. Because when you film at that high rate and um, at 4K, mm-hmm. you can tell. You can see it. You can see the... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. You can just see the paint on them. Like, it's yeah. so weird. You can see the texture of the skin. But I, I said... now. You pointed out that this is typical of Ang Lee. Why in a movie where he's going to have one character who, when they fight each other, will predominantly be a CGI fest, why would he film that in... What is it? What did you say it was? 120 frames 120 per second. 120 frames per second. 4K as 4K. well. 4K. Like, why? Why would you do that? Also, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. So, have you? did you see any of... Um, what was it? The Hobbit yeah. did the same thing. and. Did you ever see the motion is really weird? Yeah. You don't move naturally. No. Why film uh, uh, like an action film yeah. where there's loads of motion and it moves weirdly. Like I've read some reviews mm. and they're saying there's some weird, like when they're fighting, it looks it's just strange. crazy. It, it looks, looks quite the jerky. The motion is really weird. Yeah. It's really yeah. strange. Um, I saw Joker in 4K. Did you? Yeah. How was that? It's great. But Loved see, it us. wasn't 120 frames per second. No, it was just 4K. It was in the 4K screen in Dundrum Cinema. So... That's cool. It was it was really nice. You got to see all the disgusting lines on Joaquin Phoenix's face. Yeah. And he definitely has makeup on in that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. He sure does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think we're, that's our box office check-in done. Yeah. Joker so slaying Joker's again. crushing it. He's our, he's, Joker's still our boy in the race. Yeah, our horse in the race, horse our dog in the, in the race, whatever yeah. you want to say. I think come December time, we might switch over to... The Rise of the Skywalker. I'd be so interested to see so if it beats I. The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because it better. <laughs> yeah, it better. Um, but we're going to get into that more when we talk about trailers. But first, we're going to do our review section. Our review section. Straight into our review section. Straight into it. Wait, so first of all, El Camino. El Camino. Oh, wait. That's the only one we're actually doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I had other ones written down, but uh, oh, we're not going to review them. Well, we both started watching Living With Yourself. By, oh, yeah, we, we uh, should hit that. By Paul Rudd. Both Netflix series. Yeah, there both, we go, Netflix. Yeah, go go Netflix. And now then we I, need them to we give need, us a bit of the L. Netflix, I'm telling you, yeah. Ian can 100% quit his job if you start sponsoring <laughs> us. Hell yeah. We'll, I'll watch anything you put up, Netflix. Yeah. I'll watch anything. 
I'll just watch it all all the time. The streaming wars, you know. Yeah. So we we get we'll be taking sides though. Yeah. Oh. Or Disney, if you want to troll Disney, us any Disney. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney, <laughs> when you want to come to Ireland, we've we've lots of influence over here. Yeah. Lots, lots, and lots, and lots. And we're open for business. It's okay to lie to big companies when they're trying to advertise you, right? It's yeah. okay to lie yeah. to them. Yeah. I, I'll delete my tweets right now. Excellent, excellent. I'm gonna. Yeah, I need to scrub up my internet history. Yeah, yeah. Because they know about it. I know Disney already know about it. They but know about everything. Yeah, they do. They're like basically the CIA. Yeah, or just <laughs> yeah, have connections yeah, exactly. in the CIA. So first of all, we're going to sort out world hunger. Yes. I mean, review El Camino. Review El Camino, yes. Yeah, those sorry. two oh, up. So strange. I always do that too. Oh, <laughs> oh aren't we funny? Um, but yeah, El Camino is uh, obviously the Breaking Bad movie. Yes. Uh, you were saying that its uh, production title was... 63 63 yeah because it's the 63rd episode episode and he wanted like uh, Vince Gilligan wanted to call it that really like, uh, it was like an executive producer of Better Call Saul that was like I think we could do better than that yeah definitely so they went with El Camino which is a great name it is a great name I hate that it's called El Camino a Breaking Bad movie though don't like that that's the official title but obviously they just feel like they need to direct people yeah totally it's uh, it's the same reason that like there's no new ideas most of the time like if they just throw brands at you over and yeah, over again exactly so El Camino Breaking Bad story I get it but whenever I refer to it I'll just be El Camino it's yeah. like Star Wars as well Solo a Star Wars movie yeah exactly Star Wars story a Star Wars story yeah, yeah. yeah. you don't need that no you don't you really don't need that um, they did it with Hobbs and Shaw as well yeah a Fast and Furious production or something pra- Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw Hobbs and Shaw Jesus yeah. Christ see if it was like if 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 Fast and Furious was just called Fast, it would work better. Fast presents. Yeah. But when it's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, oh, it's a lot of syllables. There's so is. many words. So much to get through. Yeah. This is a strange review of El Camino. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, but yeah, El Camino is uh, takes place right after the end of Breaking Bad, and I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. And do you know what? This is the thing that I was thinking about. I was actually really thinking about mm-hmm. reviewing this. Yeah. And the main thing is that it doesn't damage the legacy of Breaking Bad. Not at all. And when I started it, that, I was afraid that they just yeah. went, <clears throat> excuse me, when it was first announced, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, please don't fuck with Breaking Bad because I love Breaking Bad. It's one of my all-time favorite shows. Me too. I think it's second to The Wire for me. Mm-hmm. And I was so like, oh, they're going to mess with the legacy because yeah. I love the ending and it does not damage the legacy. Not at all. And you don't need to watch it, but oh, you should. Yeah. You should. If you enjoy Breaking Bad, it just adds to it. It's just a good watch. It is. In yeah. everything, in the way it's shot. Like, they really do a good job. Vince Gilligan did a great job of not only with the writing, but in the direction of making it look like a movie. Yeah, it's it's quite cinematic. Yeah. They get a bit uh, more creative with certain angles and yeah. shots, and it, it's, it's, it's really, really nice. It's really, really good. You use a different aspect ratio to make totally. it look a bit more cinematic as well. Uh, and, like, Breaking Bad was never afraid of taking time. You know, like, oh, yeah. it, it always, like, it wasn't afraid of taking its time in this. And you get the same thing for through this movie, where there's a lot of scenes where they're not afraid to slow it down and really, like, may, have you live in the moment. And I really enjoyed that. That's one thing that takes away, f- for me, mm-hmm. of it feeling like a movie. The pace not... of it is almost like a TV series. Yeah. Gonna... Even though I still really enjoyed it. Like, yeah. But then again, like, the the... The photography and all like that mm. really does make it feel like a, a bigger movie yeah. too. Even you know? like some of the stuff that happens in it, like it feels like a big movie. You yeah, know? yeah. Could we talk about the big cameo? Uh, ooh. Well, See, he... the actor put up something. Oh, did he on Instagram? Did he or she uh, <laughs> put up? Yeah, I, good save. Yeah, sorry. I think when we say big cameo, everyone knows who we're talking about. Yeah, 
yeah, okay. So Brian Cranston's in yes. El Camino. See, he just put up, I think it's an Instagram or a tweet yeah. where you get to see him go through his full makeup. Oh. So pretty much everyone should know by now. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah it's fine. Look, of, yeah. of, like, of course he's in the movie. Yeah. You know? Now, uh, we won't we won't spoil what capacity he's in the movie. But what's so interesting mm-hmm. is how they kept that a secret. Yeah. So he was doing a stage play. Mm-hmm. Have you read about this? Uh, I thought I, I think I like flicked through the article or something. Well, it was two days. He was only on set for two days, and he wasn't even allowed to hang out with Aaron Paul off set. Oh, actually, I didn't see an article. You told me about this. Right, right. Yeah. So they flew him in on a private jet. Mm-hmm. He had a disguise. Yeah. He went just straight to his hotel. Then they went and filmed the first, well, one of the scenes. There's mm-hmm. only two, two scenes, but they're connected. Yeah. And um. All the cast, all the extras were family members of people who were working on the set. So cool. They keep it a secret. That's so cool. And then Aaron Paul, when he was walking around Albuquerque, people would come up to him and be like, hey, what are you like? What are you doing here? It's so, so great to see you. And they'd be like, oh, I get it. You're shooting Better Call Saul now. And he would say, no, no, they're on a season break. I'm actually just shooting this passion project. And they're like, really? And he'd go, yeah. And then they went, okay. Well, he's an actor. I'm sure he's a good liar. Yeah, I'm sure he sold it for them. But yeah. like, it's amazing that no one leaked or anything. There was no like set photos or anything. Of... Right up to near, just near the end, it started. Yeah. People starting started to catch on. Yeah, but the RV was around the place as well. It's so cool. And they convinced weird. them that they were doing an. Uh, I think it was like some tour, a Breaking Bad tour. Yeah, that they were filming an advertisement for it. Oh, I love that. So good. But I, I think it's so cool that they got uh, set like people working on the set yeah. to get their family members in to keep it a secret. Like it's that awesome. is so cool. Yeah. And a lot of the people who worked on that movie mm-hmm. worked on Better Call Saul yeah. who also worked on Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. So it must be a closely knit kind of family vibe as I, well. I think I always, I think that like from what I've heard about Breaking Bad and everything about it that it was a real close knit kind of family set and everything. Like everyone still is in touch with each other and they're all good friends and That's everything. That's great. But uh, Brian Cranston there's a famous video of Brian Cranston at Comic-Con. <coughs> He walked around the show floor in a Walter White mask the whole time. Amazing. And then he got on stage and he sat down and he just pulled off the Walter White mask. But like someone was following him with a camera, obviously. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no one, no one knew it was me. No one came up to me or anything. I just kind of wandered around, did, saw the show floor. And then when it came time to the panel, he takes off the mask and it's obviously him underneath. That's brilliant. So. Didn't, um, who did that as well? Was it Elijah Wood that was... Yeah. Or was it Elijah Wood or was it <coughs> Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe did it In a Spider-Man well. costume yeah, and just walked yeah. around the whole place in a Spider-Man costume. That's super cool. It is. It's really, really cool. Um, But yeah, it, speaking of like cameos and everything like that, the performances in this movie are amazing. Aaron Paul has still got it. Aaron Paul kills it. Uh, Jesse Plemons destroys, tears up every scene he's in. He's brilliant and you can tell like Jesse Plemons plays Todd and you can tell that Vince Gilligan clearly really likes the character of Todd He, I seen an interview where he was talking about it as yeah. well and he said he really wanted to go back and investigate that character more because yeah. he loves it yeah. he loves Todd rightly so like, like you hate to love him or you love to hate him you know he's that kind of he's character just, he's an interesting watch yeah. that's always the case like uh, there's a scene in this specifically where I like it's most interesting and not to get into spoilers but it's uh, it's when Todd insinuates we had this whole thing on, a, on an unedited <laughs> podcast that you know what I'm talking yeah. about but it's when uh, Jesse gives Todd an out for doing something terrible and Todd resists it he's like no 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 <laughs> yeah, no that's no, no. not that's not why I did it yeah. no 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 He and then he goes into this whole explanation and like just seeing how the mind of that character works where he's like no I'll fully admit like what I did was the wrong thing I don't want you to misunderstand yeah, yeah. like why I did it you know I just love that 
it's such an interesting character. He's such a scary character. Very scary. With a smile on his face. Yeah. Like he seems adorable in certain scenes. Yeah, he really is. He's such a good guy. Yeah. Which makes him way more scarier. Totally. You know, because you wouldn't clock him as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't go, oh, well, he's a dick. Look yeah. at him. He's, he's a dick. You're like, hey, he's cool. I want to hang out mm-hmm. with him. I think he's actually like a good successor to Gus, where Gus, uh, Gus Fring was mm-hmm. always like, he'd have the switch. You know what I mean? Yes. He was the really nice, happy, clappy manager. And then he was like... Not physically impo- imposing at all as well. Fi- I love those sort of characters. Yeah. Where they're scarier. Yeah. He's not physically imposing at all. But then all of a sudden you put him in a dark suit and he kind of leans a bit forward and his his whole demeanor yeah. changes and he becomes that. Whereas Todd is this happy-go-lucky guy <laughs> consistently. But what he's describing to you is terrifying. But I love his disconnect with reality in a way as totally. well. Because he's just doing these horrific things and then he's smiling about it. And yeah. Like nothing, nothing happened. But he's like... There, there was no choice like you can see that whenever he does something he's 100% justification for it and it's it's he's just a cool character yeah. and then also he's a bigger actor now so it's totally. great that he got him back yeah a bigger actor as well oh, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's the one if there's any problem with continuity yeah. it's that Jesse Plemons has been hitting McDonald's hard he has he has but like you know he's only grown as an actor as well which oh, is big time yeah which is uh, which is commendable, but uh, the way I justify it is this takes place between uh, there's nine months between the end of Breaking Bad and when Jesse gets captured. This happens. I'm in my head. The bit, scenes with Todd happen in the middle of that, so Todd loses, li- gains a load of weight, and then loses the weight, and that's how it ends. That's Breaking Bad apologist here. Breaking people. Bad apologist. Well, I watched all the Breaking Bad before doing this. Fair play to you, by the way. You did that in like what, like a month, month uh, and yeah, a half? Yeah, it was about a month. Yeah, I just blitzed it, and uh, oh, it was great. Loved it. Like th- there's. You think you could never forget a show like Breaking Bad, but you've so many misconceptions about what actually happened yeah. in the show. Oh, that, big time. You've been educating me where I'm like, yeah. well, that was season three. You're like, no, that was season two. And I'm yeah. like, how the fuck did I get that wrong? Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy how much like you remember everything that happened in Breaking Bad. But when you watch it again, you're like that. I don't remember this order and I don't remember that scene. It's so detailed as yeah. well. So there's so many details to mm-hmm. every episode that yeah. you kind of just get them a bit jumbled after a while. Yeah. It's been a while as well. Totally. It's been a minute. And it really did enhance... Uh, El Camino because there was a lot of references and stuff that I was getting that I don't think everyone would get I, I knew there were certain things where I felt like oh that's yeah. connected to something but yeah. I just can't put my finger on it and Man. now I'm, I'm watching it Yeah, I'm going back, You're going I'm, back. I'm four episodes into season one and loving it I again. needed it yeah it's yeah. so good and I think I'm going to watch El Camino once I finish it you should and then I'm going to get back to Better Call Saul because I mm. left that like a season three it's great as well it's all great but uh one more uh there's one more thing i kind of want to point out and it's the the performances of badger and skinny pete skinny pete especially is he really shines he shines he breaks this. my heart he actually yeah. breaks my heart in it yeah and he's, he's just got one or two moments sorry but i'm gonna no okay I'm gonna no you take this. it you take it i nearly died earlier so I need yeah this. i mean you need it yeah get the heart pumping again yeah um yeah skinny pete is uh he's amazing he's amazing yeah like he's He's like in the scenes he's in, he kind of steals the scenes, which is crazy when you're thinking like Aaron Paul is like such a great performance as Jesse. Uh, and uh, it's it's so cool that Skinny Pete is kind of getting the spotlight that you never thought he would yeah. get in the show. And we were saying to each other, mm-hmm. like not on the podcast, that Aaron Paul looks a lot older because it is nearly 10 years. Yeah. But he's been through so much. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Like you instantly just go, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because he's got scars all over his face. Yeah. His hairline has kind of gone back. But- now, Aaron Paul starts to, funny enough, look kind of a lot older in season five of Breaking Bad. Does he? You kind of notice it a bit. switch? Like he just gets a 
he just all of a sudden it's like he becomes an adult you know you know he's 40 yeah so yeah. he was old enough when he started that like he was in his late 20s early no, 30s yeah. but it, it's like it's you'll notice it when uh when you hit season five but he starts to look kind of a lot older right. especially because they shoot there's a flashback scene to when they first cook meth obviously in season five and when you see him like that after watching it straight through you're kind of like oh shit yeah he does actually yeah, look yeah. older but it doesn't take you out of it you know because you're like it's a TV show it's filmed yeah. out of sequence you know I looked up one or two little bits of trivia yeah so the original idea was going to be 15 to 20 minutes long a mini episode crazy that's what Vince Gilligan wanted to do yeah and then once he started just um once he was putting pen to paper yeah it just got bigger and mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and it got so big that the original cut was almost three hours long yeah so 15 to 20 minutes, mini episode, all the way to oh, almost a three hour. Like, that's what Aaron Paul was saying is it was almost three hours and they had to cut like pretty much an hour. I want to see that three hour version. Well, they said that if they release it on Blu-ray or mm. DVD that they'll have deleted scenes. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd want to see them. It'd be cool to see an extended cut though. Yeah. And also, oh yeah, I was reading that he met, right? So when, once Vince Gilligan, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Once he finished writing the script, he went to visit the Better Call Saul writing team and had them read it and give him tips on what uh, they felt to make it better. And there was a few cool little snippets here and there um, of just little things. I, I can't remember specifics, but there was loads of little just like, oh, maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that. And it was one or two ideas where like he really sat on them and thought about them. He's like, yeah, they're right. And I love implemented that. a few things. That's so cool. Which gives you the family vibe again. Yeah. Like he respects them because he wrote it himself and he directed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Vince Gilligan, he wrote it on his own mm-hmm. and he directed the, the movie as well. Yeah. You know, so I just thought it was really cool that he went to, like he obviously really trusts that writer's he, room. He does write Better Call Saul as well though, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, that's cool that he went to, that's, I, I, I really like that. Yeah. So. Um, Another thing is, uh, we pointed this out in the Unaired episode, but um, the first trailer for this is Skinny Pete being interviewed in a police interrogation room. When you watch the movie, you actually, when you, like, a realization I came to is that is actually something that took place. Like, you don't see it in the movie. But no, that, it's not in the movie. Yeah. So and, it's only in the trailer. And it's not some, like, made-up event to hype the movie. It's something that canonically actually took place yeah. in the Breaking Bad world, which is really cool. So, yeah, really cool. Unless... That was cut afterwards. Unless it was cut afterwards, yeah. Unless it's part of the cut or whatever. I would like to think, though, it was just great marketing. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. Vince Gilligan is smart enough that that's just great marketing. Guy's a genius. He is. He really is a genius. That was his first film. To yeah. Direct. First directing job. Yeah. He's uh, off to a good start. He's something else. One day we'll do a proper in-depth dive into Breaking Bad, maybe. Yeah. But, it's uh, so deep, though. Yeah, it's that's a deep, deep dive. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so El Camino, everyone should watch it. Everyone has Netflix, so... There's no reason not to watch it. Yeah. And then uh, a quick review of Living With Yourself. I've finished the series, but you've... I'm on episode six. Episode six. Of eight, so I'm nearly done. Yeah, it's eight episodes. They're half an hour long. It's double the Paul Rudd, which means it's twice as charming. Two Paul Rudds. Two Paul Rudds. The Irish actress, you know her name? Ashling B as well. Absolutely lovely. She is. So charming in it. She's great in it. And uh, every episode's a half an hour. There's only eight episodes. It's... Like, it's worth your time, you know? It's so digestible. Yeah, it really is. And it's... Do you know what? We were only talking about, like, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. And now they're almost too mind-numbing. They're just a bit too stupid. Yeah. But sometimes you do need to decompress. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect series. Totally. Like, it, it, it's not too heavy. No. 
but it's just so consumable. I'm yeah. like, I'll have another. Yeah, exactly. I'll have another. I'll watch another. And then yeah, wait, like Maltesers. I, yeah, it's like oh, go on, go on, I'll, one more, one more. one more. And then you realize you're six episodes in and there's only two left. Yeah, you know. I watched four in one night, and like I mean, I meant to just watch one episode. I wasn't yeah. even thinking I'd watch the whole episode. To be honest, yeah. it was uh it, it was, you know, it's digestible in the best way possible. Yeah, where it's good TV. It is. It yeah. is. But it's not gonna like, it's not too heavy. Even though. Paul has some cool scenes in it though. He does. He yeah. gets to flex his acting muscles a bit. Yeah, and I like it. I yeah, like, big time. I like the flexing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's just it's well worth a watch. I, I it's not um, it's not something I'm going to like. It's, we're not going to gush over it like El Camino. Or yeah, it's not going to change your life. No, it really isn't. But it's it's honestly it's well worth your time. It's fine TV. Yeah, it really is. It's good yeah. in a, in an age of like excellent TV and then really bad TV. It's not even in the middle. It's like closer yeah. to the excellent TV. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's 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 digestible. It's good. It's a really good decompression kind of yeah. series. Because when I come home from work, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I need something just simple. Yeah. And then I, I swear to God, I've done this a few times where I've put on an Adam Sandler movie because yeah. there's like 50 of them on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. That's his home at this point. Well, they, yeah, they have a deal with him, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And uh, 10 minutes in, I'm like, you know what? I don't need this much decompression. Yeah. You know, it's just too silly and goofy at times. I need mm. a little bit to grab onto where that is a nice balance. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check that out as well. And uh, I watched The Laundromat, which is the Gary Oldman, uh, Antonio Banderas, Mel Street movie by Steven Aaron, so- Steven Soderbergh, not Aaron Sorkin. I made that mistake earlier. Um, it hasn't got great reviews or anything, but I thought it was fine. Yeah. You know, it was it was a casual watch. I love that director, so I'm going to yeah. watch it at some um, point. I think if I took a critical eye to it, probably wouldn't hold up as much because you you were saying that the reviews weren't great earlier and yeah. I was kind of thinking about it when I thought more about the movie I was like ah oh, well it's not great but I was kind of I was actually I was I had just finished living with yourself and I was like oh I'll watch something else sure. so I was in the mood of kind of passive watching and everything so I think maybe maybe it's it's not not a bad watch you know it's it's an entertaining movie well I know Meryl Streep enjoyed working with yeah. uh, Steve Soderbergh because I think she's in his next movie that he's filming right now mm-hmm. yeah. you know he's so fast at doing he his movies. edits while he's filming yeah so like he'll that. just edit like the next day or whatever so he just like throws out movies boom 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 like it's so cool he's really impressive and he's always changing yeah. different things like I was telling you that he filmed two movies with an iPhone so crazy and like it looks it, it's not terrible though at the same time because yeah. he used like an anamorphic lens so yeah. it looks quite cinematic even yeah. but it's just the freedom of using an iPhone mm-hmm. so it's cool it's pretty cool it's like an iPhone 8 as well so it was a while ago yeah he's not even using that brand new iphone 11 that no one's able to afford <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah right uh well that's our review section review isn't it? section yeah excellent Flew yeah through that. bam uh go see el camino yeah watch living with yourself and yeah. then the laundromat is also there it is also there <laughs> i will watch it eventually <laughs> yeah. okay uh so we move on to trailers then trailers so yeah the big trailers this week oh, trailer trailer is the rise of skywalker trailer the final trailer Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, jeez, I forgot about the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, jeez. How had you... had Big Vin on my mind. Yeah, sadly. We'll, we'll get yeah. the Big Vin. Yeah, if only. Yeah, Bloodshot uh, comes in at a a kind of meandering second, second, <laughs> uneventful. Only second out of if you're not of, first, you're last. Yeah, exactly. It's only second because only two trailers came out this that week. we're interested in anyway. But, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, the Rise of Skywalker is in my opinion, easily the best trailer we've had for this movie so far. Oh, easily. Uh, I'm so much more interested in it. 
It gives me goosebumps. It gives me goosebumps. And that might just be John Williams' score. I don't know, because I'm not even... I'm still not, like, super excited for the movie. Me neither. Me but neither. the trailer works. Mm-hmm. It got me... Instantly, I was like, oh, what? Yeah. I feel it on the back of my neck. You know what that is? That's JJ. That's, that's JJ. That's JJ coming up behind you. Member? 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 I remember. Remember when Chewbacca and Han flew to the Death Star? Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> Easily the best South Park creation in the last five years. Are member the berries. Member berries. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I actually think it's important that normally like uh, for big budget movies, people don't watch the trailers like you. You hadn't watched this trailer. And I wasn't even sure if I would. And I asked yeah. you because sometimes yeah. if it's a big movie like that, I'm like, oh, will it give too much away? Yeah. And we'll get to Bloodshot, which the whole movie is, whole is two minutes long. It's, oh. it's on YouTube right now. Yeah. But um, I think it's actually important to watch this Rise of Skywalker trailer because of the Star Wars burnout and people being let down by Star Wars yeah. movies, you know? If you got your reservations, th- this helps. It, it does. Really does. It does. I think it's important that you should watch it because, you know, not that people realize it, but it's the end of an era for Star Wars, you know? Mm-hmm. They're finishing up. It's the last movie in the most recent trilogy, but not only that, in the Skywalker saga. Yeah, the Skywalker saga. And they hammer that home. They do. In the new trailer. They it, do. Just the sense of finality is what gives me the goosebumps, yeah. really. And, um... You know, they're not going to have... They can't do an endgame, you know? They just it, it they just can't do it. Yeah, they can't. They actually can't. That's a good point, actually. I never really yeah. compared the two. Like, Star Wars is an older um, is an older franchise, but they won't get the sort of resolution that endgame gives you, you know? Yeah. But um, I think it's really important to watch this, especially if you didn't like The Last Jedi, because... And we didn't. We've made Ooh. that very clear. Yeah. Every episode, we find a reason to bitch about it. If you've watched any other episode, yeah. you know that we didn't like the we Last didn't Jedi. Like the Last Jedi. You know they're doing it in Cineworld. They're doing all three movies. Wow. And I was like, oh, so I could take a two and a half hour break. I was going to say, I was going to say, watch Force Awakens. And be like, wow, that that was fun. And then leave, <laughs> leave, and, and come back, and come yeah. back. Yeah, that's what I do. I as considered well. it, but um, I do the I would one hundred percent do that if I was going to that. But um. It's important to watch this because it's Star Wars and it's ending. And also, like, this trailer, it's done by J.J. Abrams, you know? So he essentially does everything right in a trailer. Like, everything you want to see is there. It tugs at your heartstrings, yeah. but it mostly tugs at your nostalgia. Yeah. And, Which uh, is, he's the master of that at this is. point. He's the master Star of Trek nostalgia. Star Trek and Star Wars. Um, I, I also think, like, people always complain about the characters in this. And when I watch this trailer, I'm like, I my problem isn't any of the characters inherently it's what's been done with the characters you know because I liked everyone in The Force Awakens yeah I did yeah me too and I like I actually Kylo Ren is the only character in The Last Jedi that I liked more after watching it you know it's what I mean because the topless scene it's the shirtless scene the high waisted pants yeah Kylo uh, lifts Kylo lifts the and then hex on him I am one with the force <laughs> all that shouting that he does and everything it's great Whoa. and the fact that he keeps negging Ray, basically <laughs> yeah, you know, know. Uh, to try and win her over no but I think he actually comes out like he's the only character that comes out better in The Last Jedi everyone else is an idiot you yeah, know actually true yeah everyone else is so stupid and then Luke I've stated before, I hate The Last Jedi. I still cried when Luke Skywalker died, you know? But, like, I hate everything, everything that's done to every other character except Kylo. Yeah. Because he's, he, he, but even the interesting stuff they do in that movie, they flip it on its head. They're like, they, they don't, they don't stick to it. When he's like, 
look, you and me should just go off and do our own thing because this clearly isn't working, you know, this whole thing. But then later he's like, okay, I killed my master. Now I'm going to kill everyone else. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, no, what are you doing? What is wrong with this movie? There's one big problem with it, though. What? Where's Jar Jar? Where it's is the Jar end of the saga? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh you, know, you know, you see the, the shot where uh, it looks like someone walking towards Ray in the big, like, Emperor's chair. It's actually Jar Jar. It's actually yeah, Jar Jar in the end. That would be amazing. He's the biggest villain in yeah. this whole thing. I, I will say, I think JJ could bring back Jar Jar for just a second. And make it work. And make it work. And f- you'd be like, oh. <laughs> I feel like he could do it. Or like now I'm gonna be disappointed if he doesn't. Or he could bring back like it's Jar Jar's relatives, like it's like the Binks join the, the Binks, res- the join the resistance, <laughs> the Binks, the Binks. It sounds like a sitcom right there. <laughs> yeah, living with the Binks, um, but they join the resistance and then they like they have a fun throwaway scene where these are all badasses and they're like, wasn't your like, didn't your great grandfather was wasn't he a part of the Senate or something? He's like, please don't talk about my great grandfather. We don't talk about him. We don't talk about him. But um. Yeah, like it hits all the right nostalgia beats and uh, I'm just interested to see more. I'm interested to see a lightsaber around water splashing. Yeah. I just want to hear the sizzle mm-hmm. off it. I love that because we haven't really seen water in any of like a sea or an ocean no. and like, in Star Wars. The, or am I missing something? I just don't remember. Well, there is the scene, uh, there's always a bigger fish in Phantom Menace. You know, they've it's been just, a long time since I watched that uh, movie. They go to the Gungans' homeworld with Boss Nass, and he's like, <laughs> and then they they drive through the water, and they're being chased. Oh over. yes, there's always a bigger fish. And Have you they, ever seen what the? There's a scene where there's waterfalls. Yeah, and it's pouring salt. Is it? It's actual. It's a practical effect. Oh, that's they cool. They filmed salt and made it into waterfalls, that's and it cool. looks amazing. That's so cool. Wow, aren't the prequels great? They're fascinating. No, they're not. They're not. Great. Jar Jar, man. Oh, yeah, sorry. The Binks. Thir- the third one is possible. Every other one is not great. Because they fight in lava. Yeah, they do. I remember being like, okay, okay. There's a lot of. I'm into this scene. There's so many cool elements of the prequels that only become cool in all the stuff around the prequels, like the like the comic books and the novels and all the TV series. Yeah. All the stuff in the prequels is only cool when you like get into that stuff. None of the movies really make it cool. They destroyed Hayden Christensen's career. Basically, yeah. And that's all, that was his career, was those movies. And Jumper. And Jumper. Oh, Jumper, yeah. I like that movie. I liked it. I'd have to rewatch it. At the time, I was like, why did the reviewers not like this? I like it. Yeah, me too. The critics are wrong. Critics are wrong. I have a feeling I'd watch that back and go, oh, yeah. I I understand why this is terrible. Yeah. Maybe it's because I've always, I love the idea of being able to teleport that I'm just like that's such cool power you know it is it is really cool and I love like Michael Jackson Michael (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson (laughs) Michael Jackson is not in there why did I go for Michael Jackson don't know I don't know he should be in there must be the trauma he delivered on you as a child it could be that whenever you say or just the trauma from watching uh, Leaving Neverland yeah Dave Chappelle talks a great thing about that Leaving Neverland that's too visceral turns out Michael Jackson likes staring at kids buttholes yeah that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Anyway, back to Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> um, yeah, water effects on lightsabers is going to be great. Oh, um, I just want to hear the sizzle of yeah. the, the droplets hitting it. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, we get the Knights of Ren finally. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. Those Star Destroyers rising out of the water. That look, battle? Looks amazing. Looks humongous. Hopefully, um, whoever was choreographing the Rogue One space battle 
is involved in this somehow because the ending of Rogue One, I think, is the best Star Wars battle. It's amazing. Yeah. And also how the the main character's demise. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers, no, but yeah. everyone's seen it. Everyone's seen Rogue One. Who wants to see it anyway? Yeah, basically. How they, how they all literally just fulfill what they're meant to do and then they die. It's great. You know? It's really good. And I just want to find out who Poe Dameron gets with. Oh, yeah. I just want to know which one of these people Poe Dameron ends up fucking. Who does he... Ha- oh, remember all the thing about him and Finn? Yeah, everyone wants him and Finn to get together. They're bros. There's bromance. Yeah, it feels... Maybe a bro job. Maybe. But there's... There's no true romantic romance between yeah, the two. Come I don't. On. I don't see it anyway. I I'll know. I know John Boyega and um, uh, Oscar Isaac love to play up the Finn and uh, do they? Yeah, they love it. They always like. <laughs> no, it's Finn and Poe forever. Yeah. Um, but so does um, Brie Larson and uh, uh, Valkyrie. What's her name? Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Brie Larson. Yeah, they like that. As they well. like. They like playing into that as well. Yeah. I'm telling you, Ray and Poe have been in one scene together and the chemistry alone in that scene, <laughs> I've played it. I showed it to you. Yeah, you did. I did. I'm telling you, it's it's, whew, it's palpable. palpable. Yeah. Oh, jinx. <laughs> um, but then apparently there's some other character in it and she has a history with Finn or with Poe and I'm like, yes. Really? Go Poe. He's my favorite nude. Him and Kylo, I think, are my favorite nude Poe's editions. jacket is oh. my favorite of the Poe's whole thing. Poe's outfits. Yeah, he's po- a cool guy. Poe is consistently wearing great outfits. Well, in The Last Jedi, they made him Superman. Like, he was... Too, well, they made Carrie Fisher Superman. Yes, But they, they just made him way too good a, of a pilot. You know, when you're like, okay, come on. Yeah. Come on, just bring it back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's... It's as if, like, if Vin Diesel was in Star Wars, he would be... Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron in uh, The Last Jedi. In the Last Jedi, you know? yeah. With the fake call scene. And he would 100% have gears in yeah. his spaceship. <laughs> Nos. And then a big metal cross around his neck. Right? In the wife beater. Yeah, in the wife beater. Of course. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited. Like, I love, I really like Rey as well. I like her in The Force Awakens. I really like uh, Daisy Ridley in general. Yeah, I think me she's too. great. I and think she needs another starring vehicle as well. Yeah, she does. She needs something else under yeah. her belt. And she was nearly Tomb Raider. Well, yeah. she was nearly Laura Croft. Laura Croft, yeah. Yeah, I which think I could see. I could I'd totally like, see that. I'd like to see her in a Marvel franchise. Really? Something. Yeah, but uh, that might be a bit, from moving from Star Wars to Marvel, might be a bit kind of jarring you just you know? become a piece of the furniture as well there's so many big names yeah I, th- I think I'd like to see her spearhead something mm, that would be cool I think she would have made a really good Laura Croft even though Alicia Vikander is probably the best thing about the I, last one I was going to say I think she makes a better choice she, I I, I, yeah. I believe her I believe Alicia Vikander as the Lara Croft they were going for in that movie more than I would Daisy Ridley I could believe her physicality yeah because she has abs in one of the yeah. scenes where yeah. I was like holy shit you could grate cheese on them yeah exactly you could stand the bench like <laughs> but uh, no I, I I love Ray in the first movie like I get goosebumps and I well up when she pulls that lightsaber out of the snow like I, I love that scene I love that scene too uh, Adam Driver as well is just excellent when he beat in his chest because you get the blood pumping oh, on that scene so good yeah um, I love that end of the of the Force Awakens, yeah. and then the crack in the yeah. in whatever it is the, the mm-hmm. planet almost yeah. yeah it's the Starkiller base falling apart isn't it yeah, yeah that's what it is yeah. yeah that's excellent in the snow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's great it's so really good uh, whoever did the space battle for Rogue One come in and do that yep. JJ you can handle the lightsaber fights whoever did the fight choreography mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi can get the fuck out there's yeah. the door yeah Jesus I love that throne room scene but I've seen so many breakdowns now breaking down it ruined it completely for me that Ru- was one of my only favorite, my only like likeable things about it ruined it. it for me as well I watched this breakdown and they're like none of these moves they're doing make any sense and not even that they make sense mm-hmm. but there's guys in the background doing cartwheels yeah 
Oh. You know, there's guys in the background and they're just doing these movements, getting ready. Oh, it's it's shit. It really ruined it for me. It's like it went in that Catwoman scene. Yeah. And Batman, uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Where yeah. you see that criminal just. Just flop. Because <sighs> yeah. Batman's it, presence punched him in the it, face. Yeah, a gust of wind knocked the guy out. Yeah. Oh, it's. it's it, but if, that's the only fault in those scenes. You know that way? Yeah. Like, it's that one thing where. The Kylo Ren and Daisy Ridley Fight at scene. the racing. It, it just goes on for ages where just guys just doing cartwheels and yeah. fucking just doing dance moves to oh. fill in the space. <laughs> you know what I mean? And boogieing in the back. <laughs> night, feeling, night, and then they cut in half. Look busy. Look oh, busy. Fucking look busy. Although the snow... There's a guy just doing his taxes in the background <sighs> looking busy. You see, that whole Snoke thing is good, though. That's what I'm, I'm waiting for my moment. Waiting for my moment. I'm coming in. This is when I'm coming in. I'm coming in. This is me. This is me. This is me. I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, um, but that whole Snoke thing is good when he dies. I don't understand how. I did want to. I want to see more Snoke. It's... I did want to see it, but in the cinema when he kills him, I was like, "Well, there's no way that's gonna happen." Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. get that at all? Yeah, I'm no. like, "Well, they're not gonna kill Snoke." I was watching that and I was like, "There's no way this works." And so when it, it happened, I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. Like that did kind of knock me over. I was like, yeah. "Wow." That that was surprising. But then later you see fucking Snoke's torso lying where there's fucking tongue hanging out, and it's like <laughs> this guy is meant to be. He was he was this huge big villain hyped yeah. up in the first one, and he the goofiest fucking. <laughs> I know, death. I know, like, yeah. Uh, you know they couldn't have made him look more like an idiot. Oh, that guy. Yeah. You know. <sighs> Although I do like the husk or what? What's uh, Donald Gleason's character? Husk or is that his name in it? Admiral ha- Hask. Ask. I don't know his name, but I do enjoy him. So do I. I and I think him and Kylo having this brotherly, not even brotherly, but just like... But they do have that kind of brotherly... And antagonistic, looking for the... Challenging pro- each other. Yeah, approval of their dad. Their big just, dad, yeah. Their big daddy, big Snoke daddy. <laughs> big Snoke daddy. It's just, it's... I like it. And uh, you can see Hask, it's Hask. It's a Hask. It's Hask, yeah. yeah. And you can see how... I actually quite like Donald Gleeson how upset he is when he finds Snoke dead because he knows that Kylo is in charge now and he yeah. fucking hates that. Also, especially in The Force Awakens, I feel mm-hmm. like Donald Gleeson watched loads of like Nazi propaganda. Yeah, definitely. That speech, it's, it's straight out of like, it's, it looks like Hitler. Yeah. Like, it has that element to it I and mean, I love that. He's th- going red in the face. Yeah. There's, all, there's always been those elements to the Empire, the kind of callbacks to Nazi. Oh, immensely, like mm-hmm. right from the start. Mm-hmm. I don't know though. Um, I'm really excited for this movie. I really want it to be good. Yeah, me too. If it's not good, I'll just watch The Mandalorian and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Yeah, um, it's something to fall back on if it's not good. And my prediction is, Kylo and Rey will get together, and if they don't, Poe is going to swoop in there. <laughs> my prediction overall is mm-hmm. that most people will be let down because it's almost like an unwinnable situation. It's totally unwinnable. That's the problem with it. Yeah. There's no good ending. JJ cannot... He can't satisfy everyone. No. But I don't I don't even know if he can satisfy 50% at this point. Yeah. You know that way? Me neither. I think it's got really muddled now. I think uh, The Last Jedi... I know I, I revert back to this all the time, yeah. but it really... It's so polarizing as well where mm-hmm. people are like, oh, it's the best Star Wars film ever and people yeah. are like, I absolutely hate it. Yeah. That... You cannot satisfy two parties that are in the two different ends of the spectrum. Totally. Do you know what I mean? I think... Like, fair play to him for taking on totally. the mission of yeah. trying to satisfy these people. Uh, he's the only one who could get close, I think. Even uh, the Russo yeah. brothers, maybe. 
but, yeah, but uh, they they I think they would have had to have needed a hand in events leading up to that, you know? Give Kevin Feige three years to mull over it. Yeah, exactly. I'm give, telling you. Give him a long, long time. Give him three years out. to mull over it and he'd be like, I got it. All, I got it. This is this is all I want from the Rise of Skywalker. Just give me satisfying character arcs for everyone. Story doesn't necessarily have to be great, but just give make me in the first movie you fall in love with the characters. Yeah. So just make me fall in love with them again. You yep. know? That's all I need. And then like Look, you're not going to satisfy everyone with the story. It's going to have a happy, clappy ending. It's the end of an era. I would love some tragedy. It'd you know be that? nice to have like some. If Finn dies or yeah. someone, not Ray. No. You can't take Ray from us. No. You know what? Finn's girlfriend. Yeah, Jesus. That's Get the her worst line in the movie. Uh, someone someone pointed out that if I hear fucking hope in a Star Wars movie again, I'm gonna blow my fucking <laughs> brains out. I hear the word hope again. Hope is all we have. It's not. It's not about what is it? It's not about sacrificing ourselves. It's about living or some some shite that she says to Finn before I she d- kisses him on in a, in a, such an unrequited love. It's yeah. Oh. Let's get on to Bloodshot. Let's, let's move on. But let's either way, hey, we're excited for this. I'm very excited. And both of us are saying that we were pretty much in a hole at at the end of The Last Jedi. Yeah. And this just pulled us out. We're like, yeah. now I'm not like super hyped for it. And I think mm-hmm. I just can't be. Yeah. Because I didn't enjoy The Last Jedi that much. But after, like it gave me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. It would be nice. The trailer it, gave me goosebumps. Yeah, the trailer gave me goosebumps. It would be nice if we could get a moment from Luke again. Because his death... I think there will be. His death is... It's, it's a big deal for me. <laughs> I know I've is. made it clear. It's a big deal for me. And I'd really like if he got his badass moment. His his moment at the end of The Last Jedi, yes, is badass. It is. But it is, it is completely overshadowed by the fact that he just... When he cuts back to the rock, he just fucking dies. I'm too tired to exist. <laughs> like, like when he does that scene, you're like, "Holy fuck! He is the most powerful Jedi ever." Yeah, I know. What is he gonna do in the? What's oh, he gonna do next? Oh, he's dead. He's about oh. to fly off, and then. <sighs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He stands up. He's, he stands up, and the super. And he flies through the galaxy over them. Yeah, no, but like. That's the problem. Carrie Fisher next to him. Carrie hey, Fisher next up? to him. Yeah, she's flying a little slower because she's not as good. You is know? she though? No, I don't is know. she in that movie? Yeah, I don't fucking know. She's probably fl- flying faster. That movie, him. she could do anything apparently. Yeah. But um, um. So before we move on to other trailers, just uh, we've a few more facts that came out about the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Like the ticket pre-sales versus Endgame, it's outsold in ticket pre-sales. Really surprising. I never, never would have thought that would do that. It, I don't think it will make more no. than three billion, which Endgame made. Which no. I don't think any film will for a long time. No, and I don't. Oh think wait, Avatar two. Avatar two, yeah. No, sorry, clearly Avatar, beat it. And then Avatar, Avatar three will make six billion. Yeah, <laughs> six, six billion. Six billion. Yeah, six. That's billion. like Warwick Warwick Davis's logic. Yeah. In uh, life's too short. Life's too short. About making um, Willow Willow two Willow or whatever. Will make a billion. Yeah, a billion dollar <laughs> franchise. No, but um, even the Force Awakens. Like, do you think it would beat the Force Awakens, which no. made how much? Two billion, just about. It just tipped over two billion. Yeah, like I don't. I, that surprised me. Like I knew yeah, it was going to make money, but two billion. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, it deserves. It's a good movie. It made, I think, nine hundred million of that was from domestic sales. Crazy. So just in America alone. Wow, that is crazy. And it still fails in China. <laughs> That's because uh, China doesn't like black people. <laughs> doesn't like certain black people. Do, do, I think we've spoken yeah, about we it before. T- spoke yeah, spoke about it before. Finn yeah. is just like minuscule in the minuscule posters. Minuscule on the posters. I just burped into the mic there. Sorry, <laughs> nice. everyone. 
Um, but yeah, in terms of ticket sales, like I would say, uh, total, it'll probably make 1.5 billion to 1.75. I'd say I could stand behind that. I think there's enough of the nostalgia and it being the final one, and even despite the damage Last Jedi and Solo and stuff have done, I think it still could pull that through. Isn't it amazing that Solo, like, really bombed? It, most expensive one bombed. They made two movies. Two movies. And completely bombed. Two movies by two different directors with two two completely three, three different directors <laughs> with completely different styles. It's crazy. Oh, anyway. They're filming for something like nine or ten months altogether. Oh my god, that's almost as long as the shining. <laughs> with knowing look to the camera, because I know what our next episode is. Uh what could it be? Could be anything. Could be anything. It could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, we also know the runtime now is two hours thirty-five. Yes, which is the longest Star Wars movie ever. That's okay for a, for a final movie. Of course, yeah, I'm all right with that. If they said three hours, I would have been like, "You're taking the piss." <laughs> I was thinking it might be three hours. Yeah. though. honestly, I don't know if I because Endgame proved that you can make a three-hour movie totally. But this make three billion. Yeah. Oh, well, no, not two three. Two point eight billion. Two point eight. But this movie is an Endgame. That's I know, the thing. I know, yeah. it isn't, it isn't, it doesn't I, have as much things to tie up, I guess. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I, 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 I've said this before, just give me satisfying character arcs in this movie, that's all I need. That's it. Um, that's and it. you can do that in two hours 35. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I hope so. Me too. We'll I, find out. We will find out, we'll be reviewing it, we might do a full, full review. The Where episode. I just sit back and let you talk. Yeah. Because you let love me these rant. movies. Actually, you know what, maybe we could watch all of them leading up to it yeah that would be good yeah that would be good and then we can give it a whole overview of the franchise overview of everything just to see yeah, like the highest of highs and lowest of lows and all we'll do is talk we'll give out about The Last Jedi for an hour we'll be like um, <laughs> we'll be like okay we just watched episode 7 and uh, oh uh, episode 9 comes out soon so I guess we'll have to skip episode 8 yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather sit down and watch Attack of the Clones again than I would The Last Jedi wow that says a lot. Wow. Well, Samuel L. Jackson's in it. It's true. And he insisted he'd have... Not a... Michael Jackson. Not Michael Jackson. A lot of people confuse those two. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely a lot of people do that, Ian. Yeah. A lot. Not just you. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't confuse him with Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, he, yeah. He really does not like that. He'd come to Ireland and slap me in the he face would. if I did I'm that. I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> I love that interview. It's great. Oh, it's so good. You're the entertainment office manager back there? <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, but let's move on to a less interesting trailer, but a full movie in a trailer. A full movie, yeah. Bloodshot. Yeah. Valiant Comics property starring Vin Diesel with Guy Pearce as the lead villain. The lead villain from the looks of it from anyway. From the looks of it. Toby Kebble is in it for a second and yeah. you get to see his demise. Yeah, which sucks because Toby Kebble's great. We had we we were meant to come in and film this podcast straight away. We got into such a tangent about Planet of the Apes that turned into a tangent about Toby Kebble. And he's not a huge name, so if anyone doesn't know Toby Kebble plays Koba. Koba in, in Planet the, Yeah, uh, Dawn of the Planet. Dawn of the, Apes. of the Planet of the Apes. And then if you've seen Black Mirror, the entire history of you. Probably the best episode. My favorite episode. I love it. Uh, he's the main character in that. The husband. Main character. Married to Jody Whitaker. Is that her name? In the movie, yeah. In oh, the, in, the, in the episode, so yeah. Jody she's Whittaker. lovely, by the way. She is lovely. Yeah, I really like her. She's a really, like, she's a very thick accent when you hear her outside of her roles. I thought you were just going to end with, she's very thick, and I'm like, cool, oh, She's man. very skinny. <laughs> she she's is. Very, she's very thin. She's no meat in those bones. No, she's no, like, Nicki Minaj. No, exactly. Uh, she's no Cardi B, which is why she's not in the Fast and Furious <laughs> exactly, franchise. That's it. Um, but a uh, great actor. Um, but yeah, Bloodshot. So, he has nanites in his blood. 
he can't yeah, die. He can't die. This this is a Vin Diesel movie. It is. It's perfect for Vin Diesel. I'm, Great casting. Yeah. It just massages his ego. It does. At the same time, it is a Vin Diesel movie that I want to see. Yeah, I kind of want to see it too. I mean, they give away the whole premise. You watch the trailer, yeah. you know what's going on. So, I, like, I don't, I don't even expect it to blow my mind. No, but it. There's certain scenes where I'm like, that looks a bit fun. So I, I, the first trailer I watched, it was four minutes, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was two cuts of the same trailer. And the first cut oh. of the trailer, it was, I was looking at this, this, I was like, this is terrible. The first trailer I watched for it, it was so bad. It was like Ghost Rider. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, like, wait, uh, wait, wait, Ghost Riders. Amazing. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Well, let's say um, Blade 3. It was like... Wait, a- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it was like... Please a- open your eyes, Mr. Snipes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Could, could you please act like you want to be here? I know you're trying to avoid the police for your taxes, but seriously. <laughs> no, but it's like um, it's like looking at a, a trailer for a comic book movie in the early 2000s. That's what looking at that first trailer is yeah. like. And then the second one improves it. It's a bit more stylized. They have the song in the background and... There's a scene where Vin... Maybe I just get pleasure out of seeing Vin Diesel get shot in the face. Yeah. But it just regenerates and it's like... It it grabs the blood and brings it back. It's the best part of the whole trailer. That looks great. And the CGI looks great in that scene. But the CGI in other parts of the trailer, terrible. Turns into like Mario Brothers. It's so bad. And like, I just wonder, in a movie where the lead character cannot die constant regeneration why aren't they leaning into that yeah Logan lent into that big in, time in the best way possible Deadpool Deadpool leans into that every Deadpool time Deadpool wrote the book for you yeah the, their handbook exists there's two movies two movies yeah he regrows his legs at one stage it's hilarious it's hilarious yeah but even if you want to go gritty with it go look at Logan you know yeah leans into the violence leads into the regeneration and everything like that I will say though I don't hate Vin Diesel in this trailer no he looks younger we were saying we yeah. were saying that like maybe the reason it took so much post-production was all the CGI is making him look young I don't know but what's weird about the CGI looking bad yeah. is that this film has been in post-production for around a year now oh my god so it's pretty much finished yeah so I don't think it's gonna be that good and you get to see a full CGI version of Vin Diesel but it doesn't look like it looks like a stuntman terrible but it's- so bad it's a CGI version of it and it looks like a stuntman but look I would recommend no one watch the trailer if you want to see the movie that's yeah. my recommendation because yeah. um, the trailer gives everything away not as bad as Hobbs and Shaw no not as bad as Hobbs and Shaw but it, you know it's close it's pretty close Um, and then again I think it might just be this trailer if they had a red band trailer I'd like to see that well, surely that's a red band trailer is it his, well I suppose the face, face gets yeah. shot Jesus, if that's the Red Band trailer, then that's bad. And you don't get to see many wounds. Like They yeah. really need to lean into him getting hurt. That's the whole appeal of the character. We also looked up some pictures of the character and yeah. there's, there's uh, comic book strips of him getting shot to pieces. That was they a look cover. amazing. That was a cover. That was a cover. A cover of it and it's 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 a cover. I don't know. We could, we could throw it up Yeah, I'll video. definitely throw it up. And it's literally... It, De- uh, Bloodshot is sitting there oh, I should lean into my microphone when I'm doing this um, Blo- Bloodshot is sitting there and his arm is hanging off and he's just shot to pieces or whatever looks excellent it looks so cool but well, one arm is completely gone the other yeah, one is hanging there it off is there is it? yeah yeah it's the third one there do you see? oh it is yeah. yeah yeah. that looks excellent who's that by? oh man like that's such a, like we don't see anything like that in no. the trailer uh, like there- he's actually getting shot 
the there's pieces of his head missing. Yeah, his jaw is looks like it's broken and it's hanging yeah. loosely. The, clo the closest we get to that is parts of Vin Diesel's face comes off, and they they cut his hand a bit, but like what? It's fucking yeah. nothing. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, mm -hmm. well, um, you should check it out. Yeah, just you look should. it up. Just look up Bloodshot, and it's like the third image that comes up. It's yeah. just it's it's what I it's what you'd want from this movie, and I don't know if we're gonna get it, and that's what frustrates me. He, his dick isn't shot. No, well, he's he's it's close, close. very close. close. To, maybe the top. Maybe I don't. I think in Vin Diesel's contract, he's like, my dick can it, never it be never harmed. Gets shot. No harm can be can yeah. come to my penis. Um, but anyway, those are the trailers. Yeah. Um, Rise of Skywalker, the Rise of Skywalker. We are excited about. <laughs> Great trailer. Great trailer. If the movie's not good, the no. trailer is excellent. If you don't want to watch the trailer, put it on, close your eyes, just listen to the music. Yeah, it yeah. helps. Last film, last Star Wars film John Williams is doing, so make the most of it. The guy is like a corpse at this point. Basically. They keep wheeling him out. What is he, like 105? I don't know. He's around there. Every Star Wars bomb ages him, I'm sure. Because <laughs> he's so. like, why am I coming back for these? Yeah. They're not doing as well. He didn't do Solo. No, he didn't. Or Rogue One. Rightfully so. Yeah. Rogue One... Man, Rogue One is missing some serious John Williams kicks in that movie. Yeah, and you know who who composed it? They don't. We just like praised them massively. Did we? Michael Caccino. Oh, really? But it was, it's just a complete emulation. Yeah. And that's why there's no personality in it. There's no personality it. to it. The, like in a Star Wars movie... <sighs> Alexander Desplat mm -hmm. is a super famous composer. He was yeah. supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. This guy composes like five movies a year and right. he said, I, I don't have time and, and uh, bowed out. So it was a rush job. So Michael Caccino had something like six weeks to watch the movie and compose the whole movie. So of course he's just going to go into John Williams mode yeah. and try emulate that kind of feeling. I don't, Alexander Desplat is amazing, by the way. Yeah. He did, um, damn, what was Guillermo del Toro's movie? Just won like best film. Um, oh, the Fish the Guy. Shape of Water. No, it's something like having sex with a fish. It's called something like the that. The Shape of Water. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a it's a great movie. I know it is. It's yeah, really I watched good. It. He composed that. I'm really sure he might have won an Oscar for that. For maybe, that, uh, maybe. Um, musical score. What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's the music in Rogue One. I always find it builds and then there's a bum note. It's not a bum note, but you know what I mean? It builds and builds and builds and then there's just an unsatisfying note <laughs> in it. I have to listen to it again and I might yeah. see if we can point it I out. I can't even think of it. That's the thing. All I think of it is like a, a knockoff of John Williams. Yeah, yeah. In all the wrong ways as well. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. Yeah. But anyway, we're excited for the rise of Skywalker. And I'm going to say I am cautiously not excited. It's a strong word for a Vin Diesel movie. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of want to see it. I, I do want to see it. I kind of want to see I'm it I'm intrigued. Too. It's meant to be the start of a franchise, so. Oh, yeah. We should say that mm. the... The, the, whoever's making it I don't know what studio's making it yeah. but last time there was lofty plans for a new um, Vin Diesel franchise it mm -hmm. was The Last Witch Hunter Ooh. if people don't know what that is I'm not surprised because yeah. no one's seen it Yeah, they were talking as the movie was about to come out they were talking about um, production dates for the sequel did not work out that way and it way. made no money yeah and yeah, I thought you were going to reference the much touted, much loved dark universe that was meant to happen <laughs> with the mummy. I'm still upset that that never happened. Well, the mummy made more money, yeah, than the last witch hunter. That's not hard. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> That's the like mummy my didn't even. Yeah, 
yeah, we shouldn't. That's like saying my kid beat uh, a kid on crutches in a race. You know, it's not that hard to beat Unless the last. Your, your kid's on crutches too. He's in a wheelchair and he still beat him. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's like that's that's how terrible the last witch hunter did in all fronts. Now the mummy is an established franchise where yeah. the last witch hunter rightfully so isn't yeah. an established franchise yeah. so I just hate the idea of like Bloodshot they've already decided that this is going to be not just a sequel mm-hmm. there's going to be like cross. it's going to be like a shared universe you know why that is they, they it, it puts an onus on the first movie where it's like don't worry there's going to be more so you know we can just kind of rush this one out we just want to get yeah. it started you and know? it has but at the same time yeah. all the eyes are on like it has to be a smash hit yeah it's 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 not it's it's doesn't create good movies you know no no it doesn't no. lend itself to good movies the amazing spider-man 2 yeah that's it that's all we have to say with the villain origin lab you know yeah. you do, do you want hey do you want to be a villain come and get your origin i'll tell you something about sony yeah before that movie came out they dated spider-man 3 mm-hmm. spider-man 4 mm-hmm. they announced that they pretty much did what dc do yeah. where they're just like hey that would be a good movie we're doing a batman movie get it out get it get out, out to the get press out, get out get out that, yeah they dated uh spider-man 3 amazing spider-man 3 yeah 4 mm-hmm. and that there was an aunt may movie yeah in yeah, development where she was well. a spy and then there was a sinister six movie and a, a sinister six movie silver, drew goddard was signed on to that a great director yeah a silver sable black cat movie which is supposedly yeah. still knocking about somewhere um, this is why I have such a problem when DC announce a movie because of how Sony did the Spider-Man thing and how DC has kind of done their movies I just have such a issue trying to make it real in my head you know relax yeah. chill out yeah you know, the minute there's like, sure, they announced that they're doing um, a Nightwing movie. They announced the director, which is the guy who, who did this uh, Batman Lego movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. And you're like, what? You did that, that movie's not happening. No, I love Nightwing, but it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Relax. Um, it's a shame that Titans Nightwing is so terrible, but let's not get into Titans. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on to news now. Yeah. So strap in, everybody. Strap in. It's news time. Strap on. Yeah. In. In. On. on. Me. Yeah. What? In you? Yes. Well, Jared Leto, eh? That guy, he that just guy. can't stop. That guy, he's he's on some other planet. He's about 30 seconds from Mars. But I bet he wishes he was in the Beastie Boys because he was trying to sabotage the Joker movie. Stop. Please. Stop. Do you, do you Cancel. Remember, do you remember when I said I wrote a joke? about it that was the joke that was the joke that was the joke yeah I said to Ian I was like I have an excellent Jared Leto joke to you make. also said you're gonna work it in it's the fucking first thing you first thing I said first thing I said I'm getting that in I'm, That's getting, what, that I'm getting, in. getting that in that's gonna be in the edit I'll, I, if, if I don't think it's gonna make the edit I'm gonna say it again at some <laughs> stage no but Jared Leto was so unhappy about the Joker movie happening that he pushed his agent, agents to get it cancelled this news just gets deeper yeah. and deeper and it gets worse yeah. so originally it was that he was alienated. That's what came out. Yeah. Jared Leto was alienated. Yeah. As you said in the last episode, this multi-millionaire rock star yeah. was alienated yeah. that he didn't get to play the Joker. Yeah, exactly. Again. Again. He didn't get his own solo movie. Ugh. Now it's worse. The plot thickens. Plot thickens. Yes, it's turning into his a nice... His ego thickens. It's so thick, it's turning into oatmeal. That's how <laughs> thick this plot is getting. You could stand on it. You could. You, you could, could stand on that oatmeal. This. You could. Um, no, he just, he tried to have the whole thing 
put away and sabotaged. Do you think he showed up to? He found where the Joker was filming, and he showed up in full Joker costume with and he, dead rats everywhere. Dead rats, and he's like, pockets full of dead rats. I'm here, guys. I'm here. And then he had to like be taken off set. He's like, <laughs> no, no, I'm the Joker. No, it's me. I'm the lead singer. I'm the lead singer. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Do you know what I did? What? I did a bit of research. Mm-hmm. When I say research, I watched the Suicide Squad again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why yeah. did you, when? Why? Um, How? Yesterday, Aww. I was sick, so I watched it, yeah. and I got sicker. Um, so I watched the extended version of the movie. Why, because Why? it has more Joker Aww. in it. It has more Leto. And? It's so bad. Like, Aww. do you know what? I've actually... I, I've seen the movie twice mm-hmm. I've seen it in the cinema in 2016 yep. and then it was on iTunes for 5 euro mm-hmm. a year later and I was like okay I'm going to watch it again Yeah. and I had the extended edition and it had come out that David Ayer cut down Joker's um, mm-hmm. important role yeah. in the in the film and that there was more scenes of yeah. him in it and that it makes more sense so I watched it and mm-hmm. I didn't really like it that much I hated it this time yeah. like hated it I Walking Phoenix has he has ruined like not that it was good yeah. but he has absolutely ruined Jared Leto's Joker and mm-hmm. like it, I couldn't even I couldn't stand it I just couldn't the laugh was getting under my skin when I seen the trailer originally I was like hey that looks interesting mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt really really, really bad, bad. Like, okay I'm in well in ish mm. And man, that's a damaged product. Yeah, it's really bad. And you know what? I, I I would blame the direction for a lot of it. You know, clearly Jared Leto, whatever design they were going for in terms of the movie and everything is just wrong. So and wrong. David Ayer clearly gave too much, uh, either didn't give enough direction to Jared Leto in the scenes. Didn't Jared Leto didn't know what movie he was in. I think David Ayer just said, do what you want to do. Uh, he comes in stanking of yeah. rat piss. And yeah. he's just... Oh. oh my god I, I just I just jacked off Into a condom And sent it to Margot Robbie Make oh. sure she gets it <laughs> Jesus Christ um, Yeah uh, I, I just it's It was terrible And um, It's worse now After seeing Joaquin Phoenix's yeah. Joker It that, actually is A lot worse And that's the thing Like You really can I, I've I've always kind of thought That direction was maybe What was lacking in that And then When you see Todd Phillips On set and everything He's talking to Joaquin Phoenix And you hear about the things he added to it it's like it really makes a difference having someone who has a direction and it's all about collaboration yeah totally like they, both of them both Phoenix and yeah. Todd Phillips have been talking about how they loved collaborating together yeah. and how much props does uh, Joaquin Phoenix give for the stair scene which is clearly all direction and he loves it he loves absolutely it absolutely loves yeah. it yeah the stairway scene in Joker if you haven't seen it it's from all the posters and everything like that listening to Joaquin Phoenix talks about it he loves it and that's it, like it's a director's thing like the, the, the actor didn't come up with that that no, was all Todd all. Phillips and also you gotta it, it's iconic now yeah we were only saying that in the uh, we did a Joker episode and self plug check it out <laughs> But blood, and <laughs> um, it, it, it's iconic, instantly iconic. Yeah, it people is. fucking taking pictures all over it yeah. now. It's renamed Joker Staircase, isn't it? <laughs> it's a, well, I yeah. don't know if it's officially named yeah. that, but it will be. Well, it will be. Yeah, I call them um, face tattoos now, damage tattoos. <laughs> damage tattoos. Yeah, that's what that's what Jared Leto's Joker has done. Done to face tattoos. 
so yeah like, like the story is though that Jared Leto like wasn't that hurt over yeah. this movie that he tried to get it cancelled he actually tried to get it cancelled he went to his agents yeah. who he's not with anymore oh really so I, I forget the name of the agency but yeah. now he went with WME okay who are their their biggest rivals oh Jesus so he jumped ship after this didn't work and also the, the report says now I thought this was all rumours and then I found out that the Hollywood Reporter yeah. was the people who reported on this. Like, that's a prestigious magazine. Like, it they is. don't just print rumors, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, they said that he also went to his music manager who had ties to Warner Brothers. And tried to have it cancelled. And had him talk. Now, I don't know if, if the agent or his manager yeah. actually did it, but he wanted him to talk to people at Warner Brothers. Fucking hell. He was also pissed off that he found out about it later. Like, he found out about it too late. Yeah. You know? Well, I can understand that. Not being in the loop about a character you were promised you would do, that I can understand pissing you off. Mm-hmm. Trying to cancel another interpretation of it, that's, you know, too far. Too far especially for this multimillionaire. Go- especially when it's so unconnected yeah. to the universe that he was in. He's in the DCEU. Yeah. This is completely separate from that. It's just the DCU, isn't it? I don't know what it is. Yeah, it, well, DC Black is what they were saying. DC Black Label, oh, they DC were going to call label. it. Well, that's a comic. That's a comic run at the time. Um, Batman White Knight is DC Black Label. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, but they, the one, the comic where you saw Batman's penis as well, that was DC Black Label. I'd never seen that, and I want to see it instantly. Uh, it's uh, we can look it up. If Batman's you penis. It's called Batman Damned. Look up Batman Damned, Batman and uh, uh, Batman Damned penis. <laughs> it doesn't come remember. up in Google search which is strange there it is yeah where you, is it though yeah you gotta you gotta click on the picture and you gotta zoom in but you can see his dick yeah there it is ooh yeah. well he's yeah. he's circumcised that's Batman's dick right there Batman's Catholic as well I don't know why he's circumcised good for him I think I think he's Catholic he's not Jewish he, anyway just more pleasure he wants to feel more pleasure yeah exactly Um. but yeah there's Batman's dick Look at that. I'm sure. I thought I, we've covered that on this show before. No. Here, though, it doesn't look too big next to his hands. Yeah, but I, I mean... I I say, though, he's more of a grower than a shower. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure it's a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Batman's great at everything, so I just assume that... He's great at fucking. Yeah, once, you, once you've once you been with Batman, like, or even Bruce Wayne... Yeah, is, Catwoman ain't going nowhere. Is there any going back? No. You know? No. Definitely not. It's a weapon. Yeah. It's a weapon. It's just another weapon. Also, just look at his physique there. Chiseled from the gods themselves. He's got forearms like Rambo. Yeah, he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he comes back in the first Terminator. That's what that looks like. His physique there. And what's the name of the other actor in Terminator 2? Robert Patrick? Robert Patrick, yeah. Didn't he have to like take out his penis? Yeah. In post production? Yeah, yeah, it was no and Michael Bean. Michael Bean's penis kept getting in the shot. They got a bit of the the dangle. Yeah, yeah. They got a bit of dangle of the dongle in that. Hanging dong. Anyway, so um back to more important things. Jared Leto hated the Joker, but from one redesign to another, Sonic has been redesigned. Yes. Now it's a leak. It's a leak. But it's it's better. It's better. Now, that's not saying much. He looked inbred in the last one, but still... He looks okay. He looks like Sonic. It's still not going to improve the quality of the movie. I don't understand. Having Sonic, the original Sonic, was horrifying. Okay? Yes. No doubt about that. But I would rather see this terrible movie with a horrifying, terrible Sonic than I would with a good-looking Sonic. Really? Because it's wasted. You know? <sighs> well... I- 
yeah. and, and think of I, all the and think of all the animators that were brought back. I know, and they had them slaving away. You got three months, change every scene he's in, and but fix it. Surely this will make a bit more money because of this. It will. Like it's not going to change for you and me. Mm. I if there's any reason I'm going to see this movie, mm-hmm. it's for Jim Carrey. Yeah, me too. I'd like I just want to see him get a win. Yeah, I'd like to see Jim Carrey be classic Jim Carrey. That'd yeah. be nice, you know? Overacting to bits. Yeah, in, in the best possible way. Just go all Riddler on it. Yeah. Oh, liar, liar, Jim Carrey as well. Fan- <laughs> Ace Ventura. <laughs> Ace oh, Ventura. The mask. It's, it's just... Oh my God. Liar, li- liar, liar is easily one of my best. I just love it so much. <laughs> Stuff her like a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn up every scene. He's turned up to eleven. Yeah, it was me. It was me. I did it. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. And uh, yeah. I love Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's great. Uh, he's had a tough life. He has. He's had a rough go of it lately. Yeah, he has. Even before that, though, he was living in poverty for most of his childhood as well. So yeah. he's had a rough go. But those movies are like a masterclass in overacting. Yeah. And how it's done right. It is done right. I, I mean, comedically, like, he's just, he's amazing. He's, he's amazing. He's, uh... Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. I mean, what a movie. He's such a prominent part of your childhood. Like, The Grinch as well, you know? <laughs> I really... Who, Max. Di- who directed it? Uh, Ron... Uh, Ron, Ron Big Boy Ron, Howard Ron Big Boy Howard that's it yeah <laughs> Ron Howard and uh, the makeup was so terrible that uh, Jim Carrey had to go through CIA torture training <laughs> I love it everything about the Grinch is great favourite line in it is solve world hunger tell no one <laughs> love that line that uh, always stuck with me I need to watch the movie again like, what an evil line for like a children's movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to watch that again. That's so funny. Um, I always love um I mean, it's a scene where he's down there. Hello? 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 You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That always stuck with me. And then the crash testing as well. And it's just Max. Cindy Lou Who. I kind of want to watch that again. Now. Yeah, me too. I might. And then... Um, I only watch it for him. Yeah. And Anthony Hopkins does the narration. And the Grinch's heart grew three sizes that day. He has his Welsh accent in it as well. I need to rewatch that. I think it's Anthony Hopkins. It's been like 10 years since I watched yeah. that. My uh, my girlfriend texted me a few months ago and she was like, oh, I'm just watching a movie with my roommate. And I was like, "Who? what are you watching? The Grinch? I'm like, you know, it's August, right? And she's like, yeah, I know. I just I just want to watch the movie. It just sounded like you were going to say, who who you with? Oh, yeah. Who you with? What are you doing? What's his name? What's what's their name? Yeah. Its name? You just, fucking slut? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, okay. Okay. Let's take it down a notch. She may listen to these one day. Yeah, Probably sorry. never. <laughs> Who are you with? What are you doing? No, I'm not like that. Well, I'm secretly like that. Yeah, but yeah. I just, you, I, you don't want to let her know you, about your madness. Yeah, you got to play it cool. And Give then, it a few years, and then, then he can let her know. The madness comes out. Yeah. I'm like the Joker secretly, but Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> oh my yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. Fuck Jared Leto. Fuck Jared Leto. Uh, speaking of being crazy, Jesus, the segues just keep coming. China. Ch- China, China, China. China have been on a rampage. <laughs> they have been on a rampage. No more South Park. No re-release. Uh, no, uh, oh, fuck, I fucked it up. Can we, can so, we retake that? Can no, we, redo we that? cannot. No, we cannot. Can't That's going to be a clip now. Oh. Um, so South Park is no more. If you go onto the Chinese Google... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chugle, Chugle, Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, We're it could gonna... be. It could be called something else. It yeah. might be called something else. Maybe, probably maybe. not. I'm pretty sure it's Chugle. Yeah, I did my research. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you will not find South Park. Yeah. You will find this podcast because we're mentioning South Park now. Yeah, probably. And um, 
you will not be able to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in cancelled cancelled will not do it Quentin Tarantino they were like you gotta change scenes with Bruce Lee and uh, and yep. Quentin Tarantino because he has final say said guess what I'm not gonna do that so we're not getting money in China so Sony then mm-hmm. thinking on their feet was yeah. like well we're gonna re-release yeah uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with 10 extra minutes hey Quentin okay you don't want to change your movie do you want to put 10 more minutes in it he went maybe <laughs> where are we releasing it <laughs> anyway, we'll release it in America okay I could do that <laughs> okay and what about cutting out those Bruce Lee scenes no <laughs> no no well he cut out scenes in Django Unchained and it broke his heart yeah he wasn't happy with it was not happy to at get all. it released in China because for people who may not know China has like its own film board yeah and you you submit your movie to get mm-hmm. released, yeah. and they will go. Well, this you just have a checklist of pretty much like you need to change this, this, and this. And most movies. Well, Glorious Leader doesn't like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't like this. Yeah, he doesn't like that. Yeah, and um, this needs to be changed to China. This needs to be changed yeah. to who does China hate? Uh, uh, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> this needs to be changed to everyone. Yeah. And yeah, most movies adhere to it because it means like an extra hundred to two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, China is the second biggest film mm-hmm. market in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, behind America, and there's certain films like Fast and Furious, who live and die by the Chinese release. Wasn't it at one stage India? Was it? I thought that was Bollywood films. Is like second to Hollywood. Excuse me, I burped again. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the difference is. I don't think American films are making that money in no, India. No, Where China, like Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw is a mm. success mainly because of China. Yeah. Like it did okay, but it, it, it just nailed it again because they love Fast and Furious. They do. The Chinese love The Rock. They love Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. And he's not even in for Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> so So they love The Rock, Yeah. but they don't like Finn in no, Star Wars. they do not, no. I wonder why. So... The Rock is so likable and charismatic that he can transcend the, racism. The inherent racism in the Chinese. Oh, Jesus. That's, that's, that's a blanket statement I didn't know I'd make. I'm really sorry about that. Actually. This is definitely not getting released in China. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that sentence. However, prove me wrong, China. I want to see your Rise of Skywalker posters. Let's see how prominent Finn is in them. But here, what really works well is... Segwaying to like, well, let's go back, reverting back to South Park being yeah. cancelled because their episode is about Hollywood, yeah, adhering to these ridiculous rules, yeah, in China. Like, Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. has a China edit, yeah, yeah, it, it increases like the role of the doctor who operates on Tony Stark in that one scene because he's a famous Chinese he's a actor, famous Chinese actor. Like, that's, isn't that weird? It's it's so weird, like, it's it's so like it's. It's it's not even censor it's censorship, but then there's other stuff as well where it's like it wants you to add to these movies yeah. and everything. It's, it's just, so odd. It's odd. It's odd. It's but odd. It, I mean, South Park. Um, I've only just finished watching all the episodes on um, on Netflix that were just released, and I love it. I, I've I, been enjoying it too. Yeah, I love it, and I think it's this is going to sound stupid, but South Park is really important I oh my I just stared at that for a second I stared at our recording equipment and I didn't think it was moving and my heart stopped um no but I think South Park is genuinely so important because it is not afraid to push the envelope in the right way and it goes after everyone, everyone and everything it, it's it's funny I was only oh damn I seen an interview with someone that was yeah. saying 
it was Jimmy Carr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for anyone listening in America, well, I think Jimmy Carr is doing well in America kind of, now, isn't kind he? Of, yeah. He's a really famous English comedian, and yeah. he was talking about how he doesn't view a lot of his racist content as racism yeah. because he goes after everyone in equal amounts. Totally. So yeah. he's like, why? black Chinese any mm-hmm. ethnicity you are, yeah. he's gonna go after you yeah. so he's not like he has no hatred for any one ethnicity or no. nationality or anything like yeah. that and South Park do the same thing and when you watch there's a great documentary about South Park it's like made in four days or something like I've that seen it. is this the one with um, Bill Hader Bill in Hader's it? in it because he was writing South Park at like the a, time he was a guest he was kind of a guest writer I think he wrote a few seasons and I think he comes back and does voices for them every now and again does he? Yeah, but um uh, you see in that where uh, whenever they're doing something offensive, they're like, we try and bring in whoever it's going to offend most. Like they're having some Asian diversity joke and they they have it on the storyboards and they find the Asian guy in the office and they're like, hey, Asian diversity poster. <laughs> and yeah. they have him come up and design it. Could you make it even more offensive? Yeah, That's exactly. what they're looking for. Yeah, they're like, what, what's the worst things? And then a lot of them said like the storyboards are often way worse than what goes into the episode. Well, it's like us. Like we're Irish. Yeah. So we know our stereotypes are like, well, the guy has to be drinking whiskey and totally. eating a potato at the same time Basically. while beating his wife. Basically, you yeah. Know? All those things. Oh, oh, and visiting church every Sunday. Yeah, and visiting church every Sunday. Yeah. And he has a beard like McGregor, because yeah. now McGregor's a part of that. And he walks like this. Yeah, the, yeah, this the is Billy our, Walk, that's what they call he it. Now. The Billion Dollar Walk, like oh, Vince McMahon. Right. That's what's supposed to be emulating. Is it? Yeah. So it's the Billy Walk. Except when Vince McMahon does it, he looks like a billionaire. When Conor McGregor does it, he looks like he's an idiot walking around the flats. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, South Park is uh, it's it's no longer cool in China. Don't piss them off. Don't piss, Don't off, piss off the China Chinese because they will take a, they will pull the plug. Gone. No problem. Even on you. Um, is there anything else we want to mention before we wrap this up? Or uh, I think that's oh, do you know what we should mention? What Disney Plus's amazing marketing strategy. Yes. Yes. We were completely suckered into. We were. We were suckered. We were into like, it. oh, let's investigate this. Yeah. Thirty minutes of investigating because. Do you you you're the one who brought it to my attention. Yeah. Um. So Disney Disney announced their Disney Plus catalog from through the Twitter page for Disney Plus, and all they did for about an hour or so was just tweet ever a poster and when it was released of every single Disney property that is coming to it. And chronologically as well. Yeah. Starting at 2019, all the way like back to the 70s or 60s. Yeah. Back to the 30s. With Snow White. Far back? With Snow White, yeah. Wow. It's the first Disney movie release, so. And we went through every single one of them. And once you go past, like, the noughties, yeah. it's just, it, you're just immersed in nostalgia. Yeah. And both of us are like, oh, look, look at this look one. Look at this, look and at then, this. Oh, and then we're back down. Hey, and, and X-Men, the original X-Men yeah. series. And, yeah. Hey, look at this X-Men version that we, we never I've seen I've never before. seen that before, Who, yeah. Who's that again? And, and then you see, like, shitty Disney movies that you've never, like, you, you're always like, oh, my God, I think I watched that when I was, like, five or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... Uh, it's honestly, it's such a trap. It's a genius marketing strategy. We, it was around 30 minutes it was thir- of us going through them. And I and I only brought it up on a whim. I was like, oh, if we're going to talk about, I think it was Kevin Feige is made CCO. And then I was, we moved on to Disney Plus or whatever. Yeah. Chief creative officer of Marvel and all the Marvel properties. Including Marvel Television, which is a big deal. Yes. Jeff Loeb was the... President or, President or chief and creator he, or whatever. Now, now he's gone, which means hopefully there'll be a better connectivity between Marvel Television and the Marvel movies. It's going to be a part of the MCU. Hopefully, hopefully, because yeah. it's so disappointing to lose Daredevil and Jessica Jones, as we've talked about. But anyway, um, we were talking about that, and then I was like, oh, did you see the Disney Plus release schedule? And then I was like, yeah, I'll just see if I can find it on Twitter. And we both did. I'm just scrolling through it. Like, 
<laughs> hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. And I was a bit ahead of Ian, but Ian still scrolled through the whole thing by himself. I did the exact same thing. I just yep. went through everything, and then I even went back and had and a look at it. Was at so some. enjoyable. It was. And you're like, it, holy shit. Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Got me big time. Both Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, Inspector Gadget, and um, other guy from Third Rock from the Sun, Inspector <laughs> yeah. Gadget. Inspector Didn't Gadget know he was too. Still alive. Yeah, me neither. Well, this was a few years ago, so maybe he might be dead. He- <gasps> Apologies if he is dead. Apologies to Third Rock from the Sun, weird actor. And let me ap- apologize on behalf of Connor mm-hmm. for his Chinese insults. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry, China. I thought China. I was pushing it. China. I thought I was pushing it with Chugal. Oh yeah. But Jesus. you made me look great. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't even notice. I, I said it, and I was like, Jesus Christ! I Hold on, know. I got a blanket statement no, to make. Sorry. About, <laughs> excuse me, everyone. Let me lay down this blanket here. I'm about to make a statement. Oh, Jesus. Blanket statements are their best. They are the best. Because they're just completely out there and none of them ever work. Let me talk about African Americans for a second. Let me make a blanket statement. I'm going to make a blanket (laughs) statement about a large group of people. And for some reason, I think it's true, you know? Um, But yeah, so... Uh, it got us. You should. There's. I'm sure there's a website that has compiled all the releases. But honestly, I would say look at the Twitter because it's a good. It's good crack. It is. It's great fun. And it's meant to be done with in a group. And oddly, it is like a group activity. Yeah. Even though you're sucked, so, you're sucked into your phone. It's so weird because you're meant to be sitting there. Like it's 300 plus tweet thread. Yeah. And you're meant to sit there with other people and scroll through and go, fucking hell, look at this, you know? Matthew Broderick. Yeah, exactly. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Remember when he killed someone in Ireland? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Manslaughter, look, manslaughter. Look, look, it's a documentary yeah. on how I'm he killed make, someone. I'm going to make a blanket statement about Matthew Broderick. <laughs> he, he has committed manslaughter. That, that's not even a blanket statement. No, that's, it's true. That's factual. That's factual, yeah. yeah. He has committed manslaughter. Yeah, we've gone after China, but we should go after America because Ireland and England do not have a release date for, for Disney Plus. No, we don't. And there's nothing in the UK, nothing in Ireland. So um, fuck you guys. And, and there's parts in, in Europe who, yeah. that have already got it. Well, they're meant to uh, they're meant to have it all rolled out by 2021, which means that's a, potentially two years before we get it. The Mandalorian first episode drops, is it November 8th? Yeah. Is that when Disney Plus goes live? Yeah. I'd like to no, say it's November 8th. I, I wrote it down somewhere. No, I did. November 12th. November 12th. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, November 12th, yeah, Mandalorian is being released. And Disney... Unless you give me Disney Plus, I'm not watching that legally. We can't. We can't. We, we just actually can't. can't. And I need to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And surely this is what we were saying is like D- DC Universe. Mm. That's what their streaming yeah. service was called. We we can't get this. We can't get DC Universe. Now, I'm, I'm not so butthurt about that. Me neither. But hurt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but they made a deal. Yeah. They made a deal with Netflix. Yeah. We... So we actually got to watch Titans. Yeah. What a classic show. Jesus. I need to watch season two. Fuck Batman. Oh my but God. But anyway, we got to watch Titans. And now I see the Swamp Thing, even though it's cancelled. It's, it's on, on Amazon Air, Prime. It's on Air Amazon Prime. Yeah. So they made a deal with Amazon Prime. We know that Disney's not going to do no, that. No, making no deals with making, anyone. Yeah, they don't want to make deals with Netflix. I don't understand why the United Kingdom isn't on the release schedule. It's a big market. Yeah. Like Ireland, okay, I understand. Yeah. But see, the thing is, if you the UK get it, usually Ireland, Ireland gets it. Ireland gets it. We just get... We get lumped, the same lumped in with them as much as we hate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't hate it as long as I get what I want, but being associated with the UK isn't exactly great. <laughs> Not from an Irish perspective. <laughs> yeah. American listeners, you won't understand that. Well, they understand that with England as well. Well, yeah, I suppose, yeah. They don't like England. No. Yeah. Well, no. They, I think they're friends now, but yeah. you know, there's a, there's a history. No one likes England, really, <laughs> at the end of the day. 
Hey, the Beatles, man. Blanket statement. <laughs> Blanket uh, no statement. one in the world likes England. No. That's, that's Just getting deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper. I'm going to go to every con- continent and make a blanket statement <laughs> yes. about them in a minute. Um, so, yeah. Uh, please, please, please give us a release date for uh, for a Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland because I need to watch all the shit on there. The next episode will be like, so now we're sponsored by Disney Plus. Oh my God, please. Disney Plus. Disney Plus or Netflix. One of you, please. <laughs> we have to move our studio because China are now after us. Yeah, yeah. Disney Plus or Netflix sponsor this show and we, I will watch everything you do. Fuck yeah. And oh my God, I'll talk about it. I'll be so, oh, I'll be so positive. You'll love it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You're going to love how positive I am about everything you put out. Oh, Jesus. I'll sell my soul. I will. I'll do it. Blanket statement, Ian and I will sell our souls <laughs> okay. if you'll sponsor us. Yeah. I will quit my job. Yeah, I'll quit my job and I will just watch crap, I mean excellent content on Netflix slash Disney Plus if you guys sponsor us. Awesome, I think I won them over there. I think that's a nice way to end. I think so. Do we do Honk and Skunk? No, I don't think so. I think we may have. Did we? Okay. Well, if we didn't do Hunk and Skunk because we've recorded this episode in a weird way, um, Hunk we gave to Aaron Paul for his. We did do this excellent performance. We did do it. I think so. In El okay. Camino, yeah, he nailed I, it. Who I, did we give Skunk to? Jared Leto. Oh, for I'm, his I'm sabotage. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if we gave him it. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. I think I think after you watching Suicide Squad, I think he doubly deserves Skunk. He really does. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening and yeah, watching thank you. part of Straight Series. Straight Series, yeah. yeah. So if you're watching this on YouTube, yeah, um, you can check. We only have half an episode because we had technical issues. Oh, we'll call man. it that. I hate when that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just couldn't get it up. We couldn't. No, we can only get it half up. Unlike, so that's why you're getting a semi for an episode. Yeah, like Batman's penis. We could. It's <laughs> oh, not no. up. No, no, man. Yeah. That's. I say that is semi though. <laughs> no, He's that's semi. not semi. No, no, no. no way, that's a semi. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about Batman. Oh, there's a better shot. See, any, any evidence that one there? The one with the red? No, no, the one next to it, to the left. Do you see? Ooh. Ooh. You see the helmet and all. That's more of a dangle on the dongle right there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's some serious dangle. Damn. Damn. I mean, I've always assumed Batman had a big penis. Oh, yeah. Always, yeah. Always, and I've always assumed it's bigger than Superman's. Mm. But he's got super dick. Exactly. He could kill you with a dick. He could, but I like, think ba- actual jackhammer. I think Batman's bigger though. Like he, could, <laughs> Superman could fuck a slab of concrete if he wanted. Totally to death. Yeah. Oh, have you ever, <laughs> to, to have you ever have you, have you ever <laughs> seen the American Pie with a slab of concrete? Have you ever seen um uh, the Robot Chicken thing? This is the longest outro we've ever done. I know, I know, but quick, no. quick teaser: Robot Chicken have this thing where um uh they go it's police on a crime scene. And it's like, oh, Superman, you're here. It's another woman, and her brains have exploded out of her head, and, he, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's you just see like a hole in her ass, and they're like her brains are oh out of her head. God. And Superman's like, oh well, I've never met this woman before or anything. <laughs> He's literally fucked him to death. Amazing. I I imagine at some point the boys will have. Uh, Homelander fuck someone to death we haven't seen it yet no yes please yeah we will though that would be the show we got close oh Jesus (laughs) and on that note and on that note no we got close with your one crush and your man's head between her thighs that was amazing it was she's lovely she is lovely it's a pity 
but what, as I was saying, yeah, ch- you can check out the full episode on all the audio platforms yeah. like SoundCloud, please, Apple Podcasts. Please, 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 please check us out. Stitch, Stitcher, all that. Yeah, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, hopefully we we think you're going to enjoy our next episode. We've Halloween got some- special. Halloween special. We have something special planned. Halloween special. Halloween. Bedroom. <laughs> Bye. Something special. <laughs>